During the first year of radio, that's when the voiceover stuff began to be unlocked. The industry works differently from how we perceive it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I even get surprised when somebody recognizes me. So you're just being you. I'm being me. I should have a snack before I do a voiceover. <laughs> oh, that's, that's your Hey, my name is Chilu Lemba. Welcome to another episode of Z Flashback. So guess what? I was interviewed. So it's kind of weird. I'm the one who usually does the interviewing. <laughs> but this time around, uh, Chuma Piri, who is a previous guest on Z Flashback, we turned the tables and he interviewed me. So um, usually I do an introduction and talk about who the guest is and what they do. You'll find out, right? Stand by, Chuma Piri, chatting to Chilu Lemba on this episode of Z Flashback. Enjoy! Mr. Lemba. Mr. Piri. Thank you very much for doing this, man. Um, Thank you. I know you're busy. <laughs> so, you've been doing this for, for over 10 years now. Mm. Voiceover, your work. But every time we hear your voice, you sound fresh, you sound hungry. What keeps you going? You know, the reality is that now... Um, well, each, each one, let me start saying that each voiceover that I do, I treat it like it's the first time, in a sense. Um, the, sometimes when muscle memory comes to play, uh, so if I've done, for example, uh, an ad for a sports channel in the past, then some of that vibe, some of that source mm -hmm. from a previous session might sneak in. But in terms of the content, I'm looking at what communication uh, is being put forward and treating that as a fresh piece of communication because each job has a different outcome that's anticipated mm -hmm. so that's why i think it's it sounds fresh but then i also wanted to just dial back and say i'm i'm getting old chuma because the first voiceover i did was what are we in now Tw 20 28 years ago or somewhere there yeah 1995 ish and that, that's a long time of you know but do, the do, voice do. doesn't sound like you're getting old <laughs> it actually sounds better every, every time because i'm also a student yeah. so as much as i put out um you know voice and and, and like i'm a veteran in some circles and some people i've got a, a, a guy in in nigeria who over the years i've become close with uh, his name is emmanuel and uh, some, some people know him as King E. And he calls me Elder. Mm -hmm. Elder Chilu, how are you? you oh, know. God. <laughs> so I'm considered veteran in that respect, but I'm also a student. I'm all, every year I'm learning something new about the craft, yeah. either from a business angle, from a technical angle, from a, uh, a technique angle. Um, there's always something new to learn. So I'm, I'm absorbing stuff. And even as we slip into this new year, there's some areas that I want to improve in. And so I know that I'm going to probably be at the feet of some guru you yeah. know, during the course of this coming year. So yeah, there's, there's still a lot to learn. Is that the, the, the trick or is that the formula to always sound better, to still be hungry, always wanting to learn? I think so. I, I, I mean, earlier on, you did say you always sound, you, you know, you sound fresh, you sound hungry. I was taking hungry literally like, man, <laughs> I should have a snack before I do a voiceover. Chua <laughs> thinks I sound hungry. No, I'm teasing, I'm teasing. But, but I, th I think that that is part of it, man. I think you just have to have the hunger to improve and not to be in your own head. You know, a lot of guys who yeah, do... Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, because I see a lot of guys who do voiceover, they think as long as I've got some melody, some rhythm, 
then you're you're missing the point because it's not about you it's about the message that's being communicated so you should actually be you know stepping aside in a, in a sense mm-hmm. uh and and just understanding what you're communicating and make that the champion um so you know there there's sometimes when um and and it's interesting because now we're in the age of social media so you get times when people will go into the booth put the camera there film themselves yeah. doing voiceover i'm old school in the sense that i think that partly removes the magic because when you hear me do a voiceover you don't know where it is yeah. you know what i mean it could yeah. be like in a 20 million dollar studio if they exist it or could be a bedroom studio or a bedroom studio you know what i mean like your imagination should kind of you know run wild in that respect and and i think maybe some of that's taken away when you film yourself doing it so that's one part of it but the second part of it is i think if you are filming yourself doing the actual take then maybe you're not concentrating or giving it as much attention as you should because now you're looking you're at the optics the you're focused on the angle have i got enough lip lip balm on yeah. my lips you know what i mean you're thinking of all those things and i've seen guys like um Gabe Kunda for example who um Gabe Kunda is probably one of the most successful voiceover artists in the world currently he does like the Marvel movie trailers and what not he's based in the states and when i've seen him do booth stuff a number of times it's after the fact so the ad for instance if he does the voiceover for the trailer for uh, Wakanda Forever yeah when he does the video of him doing it it will be after the trailer has already been done you know what i mean he'll he'll it's out there already it's out there already and then he'll say i did it something like this you yeah. know what i mean but it won't be that performance because on the day of the performance he's you know got con- he's concentrating on getting yeah. his best for that particular trailer so yeah I, i think i think that's the thing just be committed and understand that what your job is is to lift the message off the piece of paper or the ipad screen or whatever internalize it and and communicate that message to the best of your ability that's what you're getting paid for nice uh by the way hook me up with gabe i would like to interview him gig yeah i don't even know gay person <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say if you get to him before i do I man. already i'm like yeah yeah i'll get a hookup <laughs> at what point did you decide because uh, coming from zed voiceovers were not that big yeah right it's only becoming a popular in a market now but when you left and went to south africa it it, it was probably a new thing for you right did you want to get into it as this is the business i'm going mm. into or somebody just said you know what wenzo chama voiceover kuzambia so interestingly enough when i was in zambia my my journey was rapping then 96 or so radio then during the first year of radio that's when the voiceover stuff began to be unlocked because yeah. errol hickey who owned radio phoenix um also used to do voiceover yes and he was brilliant at at that but then obviously he didn't want to be the only, the, voice, the only voice on the, on the station. station so he started grooming a bunch of us and i started doing well with the ones on the station then that extended to me doing stuff externally for you know ad agencies and stuff uh, you know i always joke about showing how old i am because i was the, the mmd campaign voice in 96 mm-hmm. um and that, that's like long ago so when i that's flexing right <laughs> that's a flex. we put a government in power <laughs> you know we no but um by 98 or so the money that i was making from uh media in zambia was put put in this way if it was a hierarchy it was 
at the top, probably emceeing because I was doing a lot of uh, emceeing of events, then voiceover, then radio salary. That that's kind of how it was, and then I think voiceover at some point maybe might have surpassed. overtaken surpassed the thing. So when I went to South Africa in '99, my thought was I'm going to be studying, but I'm, I've got my eye on voiceover and radio. Ah. Voiceover, you know, but radio. And even the registrar at the college I was going to be enrolling in was like, yeah, you're going to do so well. You'll be in class and you'll do voiceover. So that's what I thought was going to be the case. And that was not the case because, you know, as I've said a number of times, I ended up being a waiter for like yeah. a year or six months. But when the voiceover door opened, it was different budgets compared to um, the, the market you're from. Exactly. Um, and so... The way it is over there is it's very specialized. If you're doing voiceover, then you're the voiceover guy. You're not expected to be the script guy. Mm -hmm. You're not expected to be the, the mixing dude. You're, you're just doing that. And that's one of the, I think, uh, differences with the, the situation I was accustomed to. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, it took a long time to, to get into the system and be a dependable name that pops up in conversations for big campaigns. But once that started happening, then it's, you know, like busy yeah. air day, you know. So sometimes now I turn away jobs because uh, <laughs> I can't you yeah. know, in terms of capacity and time. But uh, yeah, it took a while. But yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that you, you turn away jobs now. <laughs> Do you know you're a big deal? I'm, I'm not really a big deal. The, the moment I start Do believing you know? that... The moment I start believing that I'm a big, big deal and start eating into that, I think it will affect the way that I do the job because at the end of the day it's a job it's a means to an end you mm -hmm. know what i mean so i do i do voiceover because i've got other things that i need to fulfill and the avenue that brings in the most income based on my talents is is voiceover so it also helps chuma that i'm in you know i jokingly say i'm in the public ear yeah so sometimes i even get surprised when somebody recognizes me because i'm not out there like out there uh, I might be making as much money as somebody who's out there, out there, but, you know, quietly so, which, yeah. which works for me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, big deal with a small B, I think. Yeah. I think. Uh, you maybe, disagree. No, I, <laughs> I disagree. Can see, but I can see that look. I, <laughs> I, I, I guess for you, that's how you keep, you keep yourself grounded you, mm. by not allowing it to get to your head. Mm. But you do know you're a big deal. I mean, you, if, if people will recognize you just yeah. from hearing your voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes so, but it was more so when I was on radio. Yeah. Um, so when I was on radio here in Zambia, then it would be like you know. I remember one time, um, you know, I, I used to, I used to, you know, back in the day, uh, uh, buy a lot of cigarettes, Mantemba. Mm -hmm. You know, and I remember one time because that was like '97 or so, and I was very conscious of the brand that I was building on radio. But then again, I was an everyday ordinary chap. And I remember one time, I think I was in Yumbayanga, um, and I went to buy, I think like it was two cigarettes, because that's, you know, that's what I could afford. I couldn't afford boxes. Yeah. I buy the two cigarettes. I'm walking back out. Then I hear the lady who sold me the stuff saying, oh, so Phoenix. Sharp shoot the bomb. And I can hear the other person who she's talking to, like so disappointed, like, you know, because wow. in their mind... <laughs> Media wise, this guy is like Trying a to brand, get a two yeah, but uh, we'll, we'll go two sticks, you know. What I mean? <laughs> so I started thinking, like, you know, I need to do better. <laughs> um, you mentioned um, earlier that you know, 
you're not really a public person, but your voice is in our ears yeah, all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. Your socials, your socials are fresh, man. Yeah, and that, that's 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 what I'm finding now. That a lot of people that know me, and I'm surprised that they know me. That's the point of contact. So, like as we speak now, I think Facebook is like Facebook is the main one for for yeah. me because that's like on eighty thousand, which is interesting because you kind of think like where what what from what I do justifies those kind of uh, numbers. But you know, it is what it is. So <laughs> from, from where we're sitting, it looks like you figured out the algorithm. You know how to play around with that space. I, th- I think so. I think yeah. so. I think um, so. I mean, like, like uh, there are certain things that you can do. We just provoke thought and, and, and they're naughty in a sense. Yeah. So like, I think it was last week I was on, uh, you know, that cruise in Livingston. Yeah. Um, and, and so took a photo on, on that boat. Uh, nice experience. When I took the photo on, on Instagram, it had a different caption. But when I went to Facebook, because I know that audience, yeah. <laughs> I said, Pawato. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that like some guys were like, what, is he saying his PF? You know? Some guys will know. You just don't know. But then you know this conversation. Yeah. So, you know, so I, th- I think I'm, I'm more <laughs> au fait with how to um, communicate with the Facebook audience uh, I'm yet to, uh, yeah. Instagram is about floss and you know games. It's the yeah. You know, so so, yeah. so so why I'm even bringing the socials up is because most most uh, most of your generation that's something yeah. that's a space they've really you just failed. made me feel so old, man. Most most ah, of your generation, yeah. They failed to navigate that space because yeah, okay. it's, yeah. it, especially the way you have found the balance between. Posting your personal stuff mm. and work. You kind of have figured it out very well and it, it works. It, I think you can connect with it because that's it's basically what I used to do on radio, but just transplanting that, you know, because. But you see, that's the thing. When I was on radio, I was about, I was about jokes, I was about punchlines, I was about that thing. I wasn't much about the music. Even Carol, my wife, will tell you she should be like uh, Smash is her favorite DJ because he plays, you know, the jam she likes. Yeah. But why don't why do I play Seal? The boring stuff. Why do I play? Why do I play all like? Because for me it was about the communication aspect. I'm not saying you know any anyone else. Every every approach is cool. Yeah. All I'm saying is that was my approach, and so I've just kind of taken that approach um, in terms of the humor, in terms of the psychology of it, and put it in in one different space and it seems to be kind of seems to be working so you're just being you i'm being me yeah yeah i'm being you're just yeah. being you i'm yeah. sprinkling some me sauce because most most of us think when we go on the socials we need to change we need to be this alter ego we need to you know i need yeah. to to live up to people's expectations and i think so, to a different degree some of the platforms dictate that so when you're on linkedin there's a certain professional aura that you yeah. have to display. So the way that you communicate, you can't have a post, I think, you know, I might be wrong because things are changing, yeah. but you can't have a one post which then works for all platforms. Yeah. Um, I think you have to kind of distinguish and figure figure out, like TikTok, for example, I do a lot of, um, when I do a thing like, like a voiceover challenge on TikTok, tens of thousands of views, you know, mm-hmm. um, sometimes in the millions uh, i kid you not then when i do a normal thing views are limited because maybe i haven't understood that platform that well recently i was uh, out of the country 
and I get fascinated by time lapses. So I, you know, put the camera yeah. in the room to face the cityscape. And uh, for me, that makes a good visual. You're seeing the, the morning break in front of you with the camera. And I think that's like beautiful. And I put that on TikTok. The views are thin. Yeah. And I'm wondering like TikTok people don't like time lapses. But then when I view the TikTok feed of mine from a different device, so almost like I'm a viewer of, 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 you know, various TikTok things. Then my feed comes on and I see the time-lapse like, oh, this is boring. This, <laughs> <laughs> this is boring. Why am I doing time-lapse? Then you realize that that's the wrong yeah, piece platform. of content for that platform, yeah. you know. So you have to figure things out, I think. Yeah, yeah nice, nice, nice. Um, let's, let's get a little personal. Talk about your personal life a little mm. bit. You live with three women. I do, I do. How's that? Are you always outnumbered? I so so funny story. Some time ago, there was a WhatsApp group. Um, we, we, so we've got a WhatsApp group as a family. Mm -hmm. It's called Limba Squad. It has four members, and there was a WhatsApp group which I just found out about called Limba Girls, <laughs> which has three I had members. No idea. Like, <laughs> oh, so. <laughs> That's no. where they play. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, but it's, it's really cool. I, I think the dynamic is, is cool. We, now, right now, we're on holiday with them. And just to see their personalities being so different is, is, is such, such ref so refreshing. You know, yeah. when you've got kids, you know. Yeah. Um, we we go, to, go to Livingston. One of them is like, I'm going to bungee jump. I'm like, bungee jump. And then you're there and everyone's watching, whatnot. Person's getting prepped. And I'm thinking, yeah. oh, damn, we're about to be a WhatsApp group of three <laughs> in the main group. <laughs> if anything goes wrong you out know? here, you know. And then she jumps and it's almost like, you know, your heart's skipping a beat and she's safe, but you're like traumatized, yeah. you know. And the other one also, you know, gamer and whatnot. So it's, it's it, at the end of the day, I, do, I don't think I feel it in terms of gender anymore. Uh-huh. I just see it in terms of interesting human beings. My squad. Yeah, my squad. I yeah. see I see it in gender when I when I start feeling a protectiveness, you know, because I know how how brothers be, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so so at that point, you know, there's like an inst a protective instinct that kicks in, but other than that, I just kind of, you know, see them uh, another another quick example regarding that is um we go to a restaurant and uh, my wife orders um a steak. And it's like a huge steak, whatnot. So when she's done, she's telling the waiter, no, that was too big. And the waiter says, yeah, no, maybe next time we can order the ladies portion. It's better. Oh, yeah. So they agree, whatnot. Yeah, next time I'll order the ladies portion. One of my daughters is on some, that's some discrimination yeah. stuff. Why is the ladies Why? portion? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Why does the ladies portion have to be small? And then, you know, so it becomes a different conversation about equity and yes. whatnot. And, yeah. Nice, so, yeah, nice. It's, yeah, it's fascinating. Glad you brought up the protection part. So I want to play a game with you. Daddy knows best. Oh man, when are they allowed to drive? Um, when uh, I, it's just tough one because one of my 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 girls is uh, seventeen, so she's already on. When I do my learners, I I think I think they're allowed to drive. When I'm out the house and that conversation is <laughs> happening with their mother, <laughs> you know, really, like, <laughs> really, well, I, I, I what don't even is have the problem with them driving? They can drive, but you know, the thing is that sometimes as parents, it's it's difficult to let go. You know, what I mean, I'm 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 every day dealing with like crazy people on the road as I yeah. drive, and I'm thinking, but is she ready mm -hmm. to deal with this this mess? on the lanes of the roads yeah. in whatever country. But I, to be honest, just when they're of age legally and they're allowed to, 
then it happens. But it will be hard for you. It will be hard. Uh, yeah, but you know you can't. Daddy knows best. Yeah. When are they allowed to sleep out? Well, they they in very uh in a very organized fashion they already do that right now, play dates what not. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's already happening. Yeah. Yeah. When are they allowed to bring a boy home? Um, I think when I, how old am I now? Forty-eight. I think when I'm like sixty-two. <laughs> <laughs> we can we can, we can No, but the, uh, even currently they've uh, got friends who are who are dudes. You know. Yeah. But sometimes I enter the house. I'm just hearing like my 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 baritone is being exceeded by like, s- by some other seventeen-year-old kid. What's going on? But but they they're friends with guys of the different gender, and I think it's it's healthy at this point because you know, um, the I think fewer surprises. Yeah, you know, like guys who go to um, what do you call those schools where there's just one gender? Koi, um, not koi. No, 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 no. Ten. What do they what do they call them? Yeah, but I know what you mean. Like I don't know if it's still the same. I, I was at an old boys school, Saint Raphael's or Saint Raphael's. Yeah, you know yeah, those those kind of schools. It's koi. It's koi. Koi, eh? Yeah. Are we right? Quick, what do you want, I can, see, I can see somebody shaking their head. Quick, what do you want, No, no, no you're, you're... Coed. Coed. Coed, no, yes. So what's, what's single? It's called single. Single? Oh. No, no, but there must be a technical term. Yeah, there, there is. Come on, there are a few people in this room right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, anyway, that, that kind of school. When you, when you get people who've been to those schools where there's one gender, you find that sometimes... When they leave the school, there's a bit of a... Uh, it's a culture shock. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a bit of an imbalance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whether it be the dudes or the, the the girls. And so I think it's nice to just have like, you know, um, relationships in a sense with other peers yeah. of your age of different genders yeah. as you go along. If If it were up to daddy, would they move out? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. When 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 they're at the right yeah. age, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. you're the first first dad I've heard say uh, it's, I'm I'm okay with my girls moving out. I, th- I think Bambidi, they're like, I if you're up to me, they can just. Stay here. <laughs> but I think it's also your responsibility to, as a father, have a plan such that, if. For whatever reason, things ain't working out. You've got to come, come, uh, Bogade <laughs> somewhere there, outside where they can, somewhere, you know, where they can be safe. You yeah. know what I mean? Even, yeah. even if it could be yours, where it's the main domicile, or it could be somewhere where you just kind of, you know, that you know, you know, you they have that's, a roof. yeah, they have, yeah, they have a roof. Yeah, uh, nice, yeah. nice. Let's socialize a bit. Okay, what time does your day start? Day starts, I'd say, around six in the morning. Because I, I do the the morning school run. So by around six, I'm up. Uh, yeah. What time Usually. does it end? It depends. Usually, in terms of work, those days used to just be, you know, whatever, 10 until the job's whatever, until the job's done. But of late, I've tried to put, um, I've tried to ring fence my life so that it's not constant work, work, work. So yeah. um, that's how even the studio, at some point, it was inside the house. And I've tried to make a separation where the studio is a 20-minute drive away from the house. Yeah. So that if somebody calls and says, yo, we need a last-minute thing. Okay, tomorrow. Because, yeah, you know. I'm, I'm, I've knocked yeah. off. Once in a while, if it's like a client you treasure, that yeah. guy that, like, you know, makes it rain in your bank account the whole year. You go you make exceptions. Yeah. <laughs> indoors or outdoor person? I think I'm indoors. Yeah? Yeah. Because to be honest, there's some 
places even in in my yard i don't even when really I come out i'm like oh flip okay so what's this <laughs> really <laughs> like Straight. Yeah, definitely indoors a foodie or not a foodie no nah, I'm, I'm not a f- i'm no nah, I'm, I'm i'm not a foodie now i'm, I'm trying to even, even yeah i'm not a foodie there's some there's some foods my my daughter's even they're surprised that i don't even know what the name of this this thing is and is it's it? like a basic thing but i just you know you have yeah, no idea yeah, i have no idea what it is but I'm, I'm also now trying to um trying to just kind of watch what i eat because uh you know i'm, I'm kind, kind of thinking that i need to start watching health better so yeah, yeah. so you do you know your allergies do you have any allergies? um no I, I don't have any allergies uh no that you know of yeah, that i know of yeah <laughs> i think I, I even did a test like 10 years ago you know when they pick you and then they they measure it mulab what yeah. what and there was something picked up i think it was for like dust mites but that's that's we you know yeah yeah do you know your blood type yes i'm uh, b positive finally somebody <laughs> who does <laughs> well so in, in case i'm in an accident right now it's on record you know who the donors be for the record i don't know my blood type really yeah but you know why mine is easy to remember mm. because i have to be positive so that's 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 how it's <laughs> that's how i, I like remember that. it i like that <laughs> if, um, it was, if it was a negative or some stuff i'd not remember <laughs> <laughs> what have you gotten away with because of your voice oh that's a tough one i don't think there's any anything that what are the perks of being the uh, number one voice in africa i don't even know if i'm the number one guy because what are the barometers to measure is uh, it is it could he say that could he um, yeah yeah but you see yeah anyway let me let me, let me get to is your question um, i was about to start now like <laughs> hey, what are the is it the money that you make because how do you know what the other dudes are making um what are the perks no, sometimes sometimes you know you get situations where because you're recognized you might get preferential treatment uh you know but i, I yeah it's one of those things which back back then was because of being on radio yeah um so so it happens a lot but it, it's it's not something that you know happens frequently mm-hmm. um like my kids especially when we're in zambia they kind of get surprised as to how you know things unfold everyone seems to know who who their dad is so i think it throws them off a bit. do they realize who daddy is he's dead <laughs> to them he's just dead do you have that guy who tells you know dry jokes <laughs> but 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 i think you know over time i think they've started picking up that to some people they they hold a special uh pocket in terms of my persona you yeah. know what i mean so like somebody taking a selfie is a big deal um so they, they're starting to understand that and and you know it, it is it is what it is yeah yeah you've done you've done a lot of voices for big brands um like major major big brands mm. but there must be somebody or one brand on your hit list that's like i want to do this before i, <laughs> I hang I, up my socks this brand i have to do their voice who is that brand that's a very good question um the thing is because of the market that we operate in here in africa there's some brands that you can dream of doing stuff for but they don't you know produce stuff here i mean like last year for the first time uh, was it this year for the first time i did um work for the bbc so there are a couple of bbc promos um if you drill down to it technically those are bbc africa 
promos. Promos. Uh, so they're not being seen in regions outside of Africa. Yeah. So the desire at some point, but it, you know, if if it, it's one of those things, what what are, what are you chasing as a person? So if I'm chasing the dream of voicing brands like you know Disney, Marvel, whatever, it might be a conversation of yeah, let's uproot and go to where that action is happening. But then, does that fulfill a desire to 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 tick off a bucket list item, or is it more profitable? Because over here, we're we're very profitable yeah. in terms of how the industry is structured. Yeah. So, it's it's one of those I could mention, um, you know, brands, but practically, I don't even know whether it's worth the pursuit. It's putting it you out know there what I mean? into the universe. But even if I put it out into the universe, <laughs> it's, 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 I'm just saying that there's a bigger conversation of of proximity, geography, and all those things mm-hmm. because it's it's. It's rare that, for example, if I say I want to do movie trailers for, you know, like what Gabe's doing. For Marvel. For Marvel, for example. Marvel's not coming to who knows? Africa to look for, who knows? for talent to do the. You know, yeah, who knows? who knows? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you never know. So Maybe Marvel is one of them? Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> Especially now they want these Wakanda African voices, you know, I can butcher my African. Yeah. yeah? <laughs> okay. Do a Marvel trailer. So you won't mention the names? <laughs> no, you know, it's, 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 it's one of those things, like I say, so, so if, 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 it's just understanding that the industry works differently from how we perceive it. Mm-hmm. So when, when I do, I mean, like there's a time long ago, one of my ads um, was playing during an ad break on CNN. And I remember a relative of mine, very excited, like, oh, you made it. Your ad played on a CNN thing. But what they didn't realize is just it's here. a regional broadcast. You yeah. know what I mean? So some ads will play during a CNN break, but then that's, you know, over here. It's okay, not- let's bring it. To Africa. Yeah, yeah. Is there a brand you... I should have just said that, eh? I should have saved us time. <laughs> Let me just say, <laughs> what? In uh, Africa. Boom. Okay, there you go. <laughs> oh, come on. Come on. You've done Trade Kings stuff already. There must be one you haven't done in Africa. I don't think so. Yeah? I See, think, you're a big deal. No, no, no. no but so, 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 so you tell me which brand you think would be big. Then maybe I can do the process of elimination. I think you have done all of them. And, and But which brand would you think like that brand? Because then maybe through process of elimination, we can see whether... In Africa... Because you, you had like maybe Samsung on your mind, right? No, I, actually, I, my what was in my head was Marvel. Oh, really? Yeah. I could do a Marvel thing. I think so. I could do a Marvel thing, but it's it, it's not like something that I'm pursuing, and I wouldn't kind of you know change my my dynamic geographically to pursue it. Yeah, but it could happen if it came. If it came, jump okay. on it. I mean, look at the dude. We're talking like this, and we're speaking at a studio in Lusaka, which is how many kilometers away from the studio that did the Wakanda Forever yeah. song. You know? Yeah, I mean. So yeah. So anything is possible. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It yeah. is. How has 2023 been for you? Terrible. <laughs> no, no. From a business career perspective, it's been outstanding. Uh, on, a, on a personal level, it's the first year where I've had like two um, surgeries or whatever, you know what I mean? So that stuff uh, kind of has been different. It, was, it wasn't as bad as I thought. I think leading up to any medical procedure, there's a lot more anxiety before than after. Yeah. So I think, you know, the before was like, oh, flip. So September, it's coming. They're going to cut me up, you know. Yeah. Was this uh, like your first major surgery? 
Dude, I used to boast that up until two years ago, I used to boast that I've never, never. been admitted in hospital in my 40 whatever years of existence. Yeah. I'd never spent a night in, in hospital. I was like, you know, I'm the poster child of, yeah. of, uh, of uh, good health, you know, besides, you know, a few extra kgs than <laughs> I yeah. should have. But uh, yeah, it was, it was my first, no, I had surgery, I think two years ago to, um, on my um, shoulder or something. Um, so that was the first time that, you know, I, and, but that one I was awake when it was like damn painful. Those painkillers weren't working as no, they, they should. They it don't, was, they it should, wasn't good. They shouldn't give painkillers. <laughs> Those ones don't work. Just morphine me. <laughs> Just morphine yeah. me. That's Michael it. Jackson. You know? what's, what's that guy? Doctor the, the doctor. Murray. Conrad Murray me. Just morphine uh, me. Dude. But, but this, this other one now, they you know, knocked me out, put mm. me to sleep, came back out. Carol says, like, when I got up, she was, you know, bedside. I get up, first thing I see is, where's my phone? <laughs> <laughs> where's my phone? Where's my phone? Really? <laughs> According to her, man. Like, <laughs> wow. I was drugged up, blame the drugs. <laughs> wow, you were high. <laughs> my last question, and I ask this to all my guests on the show. Yeah. Your unpopular opinion. Oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. <laughs> yeah, and I remember I watched your show when you asked K Smash one, and I think he said that's a tough yeah. one more times than I've just said. Yeah. That's a tough one. It, it's tough because we live in a society where I can all all this goodwill that I've had, I can say one thing which can be I'm starting to believe, and then you can just like no, this guy believes one, and then be, you know creates a whole thing. But f I think for me, it's how sometimes based on how we've uh, been, you know, raised and how our society is structured and, and how religion plays a big part of our lives, how we're very closed to having open conversations about, you know, other things. You know, we, we close ranks when somebody says the word rights. Yeah. Because we're all about, no, so, uh, you know, let's stone people, let's, whatever it is, we, we're just so aggro and so energetic when it comes to how people want to live their lives. And over the years, I was that guy. So, yeah. so let me just, you know, say up front, I was that guy. Um, but over the years, I've realized, like, you know, people are people. There have been guys I've been working with, I've been colleagues with, and I didn't even know that that's their lifestyle. Yeah. And then... Later on, when I found out, it's it's not like the person changed. It's me who's like you're the one the, who's the, changed. Like oh, flip now. But then now now do I become like aggro? <laughs> Whereas I've been, you know, cool with we, we, I've been cool with this guy for like six years, and he's living his life. So I I, th I think the tolerance aspect, um, I suppose tolerance and just having open discussions about these things um, is something that I think um, you know going forward might be something that be, might be nice to integrate into mm -hmm. our society. But having said that, obviously, you'll know people will blow up your phones. No, this guy is an ally. <laughs> He's working for but, the enemy. <laughs> but people are people at the core of it, you know. So um, even people who aren't of that lifestyle, we're flawed. You know yeah. what I mean? We, in, in other areas. And so we should just kind of realize that if we're going to put this standard on this side of things, it should apply across the board. Yeah. 
That's it. Did that scare you? No, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I try to code it. I'm so for that it. I'm not cancelled. Yeah, you know, I'm, but, I'm but for that's, it. That's, I feel that's, that's, that's my feeling. I feel we need to loosen up a little. Yeah. We're, we're too Let's loosen up. They yeah. were too rigid. We're too much. Too damn rigid. It's high time we loosen I'm up. I'm allowed to say damn on your show. <laughs> no, you can. Too you can. Damn rigid. <laughs> you know? I feel we need to loosen up a little. Uh, it's and, and I think us being rigid is also blocking us from a lot of growth, mm. a lot of mm. understanding, you know, mm. because we're so closed up. And now ah, this is how I was raised. Yeah. This is how it should be done. It's been done like this it's, for 10 years. It's like, I'll give you another example, maybe not to do with lifestyle. Um, as Christians, yeah? um, we are very quick to shut down other religions that don't believe in the same thing as us. But very few of us reach out to understand what exactly. what, what others believe. Exactly. You know I mean, I, I saw a book which said um, a Christian guide to how Muslims' uh, you know belief system is structured or something. I think I even bought the book because if I read that thing, then I'll know how to communicate. If, exactly. if I if I'm seriously convicted that this is um, my message, it's easier for me to understand what what the other religion is, yeah. so that I can communicate and there can be. Um, an exchange of thoughts and if I then you know have the capacity to convince and convert then that happens but if you're just like no your faith is wrong you know full stop your, why your Jesus because is wrong you're not a <laughs> ours is the real one <laughs> so I think there's just a lot of that that's lacking I mean guys don't even know the Bible inside out exactly but busy you know trying to take yeah you know so loosen up guys we're getting into a new year <laughs> loosen up just loosen up Chilo, thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, continue being the inspiration to a lot of us. Um, a lot of us are learning from you. Not putting pressure. <laughs> uh, a lot of us are learning from you. But also, as we learn, we also understand that you're just human as well. I'm learning from you as well, See? man. See? Off camera, you were teaching me, you know, sharing some game about how I can uh, move one of the brands that we're working on, you see. So, I'm, 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 I'm a student. We're all students, and that's yeah. the lesson for me here: is always remain a student. Yeah, no yeah. matter how how much you are in people's ears. Mm. What's that Pompey song? Um, qualified, no papers. No, no. Doesn't he, doesn't he have one where he says you don't graduate? No. Okay, maybe. If he doesn't have it, then maybe it's one of my my new songs yes, coming up. It's one of my new songs. <laughs> So yeah, continue doing what you're doing, man. Thank you, man. And you're kicking major ass and it's it's inspiring. I appreciate it. Folks, Salute. that's it. Thank you very much. Thank you.